A fika is a very Swedish custom which basically means that you take a break from your activity to have a cup of coffee or tea and maybe eat something sweet. In Fika with us, we are inviting you to join us for a Fika and listen to different topics regarding international student life at Linköping University. In this episode of Fika with us, we are joined by Elena, Yule and Bernhard, three international students at Linköping University. Today we will talk about on how to plan your move to Sweden, what are the important things to keep in mind and what are the things that should, you should not worry about. My name is Abhijit and let's start the Fika. Hello, hello everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. Hey. Hello. How are you doing today? I'm great. Same here. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> are you excited for the upcoming students? Yeah, so much. We need new people here. Yeah, yeah. Very excited. Yeah, I'm so bored of looking at all, all the old people. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's so uh, good to see the university alive uh, every time. Uh, it's it's usually very lively, I would say. But uh, always during the arrival days or when the new semester starts, when when you see the excitement of people coming to Lynn Shopping or to the university for the first time, it's it's so good to... Uh, relieve those moments like w- w- when you were here for the first time I would I-, I cannot imagine like how excited was I and to make new friends to be at new place try new stuff so it's always very exciting to go to new place but at the same time it is very important to plan it better because you may not be able to go back again soon t- if you miss something right yeah exactly mm-hmm. so how excited were you when you were planning your move to Sweden what were your strategies I mean, super excited actually, because it's uh-huh. kind of a new chapter in life, I would say. Mm-hmm. It's something that I've never done before for such a long time. Mm-hmm. And also I, I really uh, love the idea of staying in another country for a long time. Yeah. Uh, but obviously there was some preparation needed. And I think uh, for myself, a lot of the preparation was actually done by my, my home university. So you mentioned that it was for your first time in the new country, so we would like to know more about you. So let's introduce a little about everyone and then we, we may speak a little more. Okay, let me start. Uh, my name is Bernhardt. I'm studying the second year of the bachelor program Industrial Management and Engineering. And it's a part-time study, so I'm working from Monday to Thursday and studying on Friday and Saturday. Oh, that's interesting. Hello, welcome. Uh, my name is Jule. I'm uh, from Germany and I study uh, full-time in my first year uh, of my master's uh, program in international and European relations. Hi everyone, I'm Elena. I'm the second year in the design master program and not right now I'm finishing my master thesis. Interesting. Ready for the graduation ceremony? Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm jealous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean... You should be excited. There are some fun stuff and some some uh, surprise for everyone. <laughs> so, how excited were you guys, Elena and Yule, when you were planning your move to Sweden? And what were your strategies when you were planning your uh, move to Linköping? I was very excited as well. But I'm also a person that's easily stressed. So, <laughs> moving to another country also brought some stress up, I guess. But then, uh, all the things I knew about Sweden from... Uh, before that was mostly like Astrid Lincoln Brooks from my childhood. So yeah. I imagined this yeah, beautiful country that I was moving to. So that helped. And yeah, I was very excited. I was both as- excited and really, really nervous because I knew I was moving to a different country, from really different from Spain. 
Mm-hmm. But I read so many things about the university, the place, the country. So I couldn't wait to come. So I was really, really excited. Indeed, it it might be a very uh, exciting, but nervous as well. And <laughs> specifically people who come from a different country, uh, mm-hmm. you have to plan a lot of stuff. And there might be some very precious thing uh, that you would like to bring along. But what if you forget them? So I, what I remember from my experience, like there are two types of people uh, when they plan either who start packing 10 days before the travel and someone who packs overnight. So <laughs> how about you? How, how, when do you do such things? I mean, I'm definitely the second person. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Because I'm not a huge fan of like doing checklists or packing lists. Yeah. So what I did was basically uh, throw everything that I think I would need yeah. onto my couch mm-hmm. and then pack it into my suitcase and just hope that it will work <laughs> with that. And actually it worked out. I only forgot one thing, and that was my coffee mug. Oh, oh no. Oh. In Sweden, forgetting a coffee mug. Oh, yes. That's sad. <laughs> How about you? Do you pack 10 days before or a night before? 10 days before, absolutely. <laughs> I take out everything I wanted to bring, and then I realized I couldn't bring everything. Mm-hmm. So I pack a lot of winter clothes, and then I realized I came in August, and I didn't <laughs> need so many winter clothes. And that was a mistake. And it doesn't matter if you plan 10 days ahead or one mm-hmm. day ahead. You don't need to bring that many amount of winter clothes. <laughs> cool. <laughs> so uh, since everyone here uh, is from a different country, so we, we had to uh, think a lot about moving here. Uh, so how prepared were you to live in a new country? And, and how confident were you on your plannings? Like uh, for me, like when I come from India, and it's hard for me to go back maybe during the period break or even a semester break so i can imagine how stressful it might be so how confident were you on your planning and uh, uh, were you so excited so happy or so nervous like like explain it a little for us i think um i was not that nervous about the country itself because i was very sure that okay i can speak english i will get around i will manage that's i can talk to part. people <laughs> that's very important um so that was good um and then this thing that stressed me out the most was just also yeah i think the same for everyone just leaving your hometown leaving your friends and family um and then hoping for like to find a new home kind of somewhere else yeah so then meeting new people how will it go will i meet people that i actually connect with and everything like that but then um yeah i think looking back i stressed way too much beforehand because once i arrived um there were so many like-minded people and so many activities to do especially in like arriving in summer in august with 30 degrees and just like having lots of barbecues with people so in the end that was like an unnecessary worry but mm-hmm. i guess a lot of people share that because you're yeah you you're on your own all of a sudden but <laughs> uh yeah not really because there's many people that uh face the same situation and start studying somewhere new so that's really nice to meet those people yep that's a good point that you mentioned i, I was talking with a friend uh, the last time and we also like realized that you uh, worry way too much before moving about meeting new people But when you come here, uh, basically everybody is feeling the same. And so it's actually super easy to to meet new people, especially at the at the events that they organize. Yeah. There are so many events or organizations that 
are welcoming to everyone that you won't find any problem to get around with people and if you have any problems you can always ask anyone because there will always be someone that can solve your questions yeah so in general i feel inshopping is a very student friendly city we have mm-hmm. too many students mm-hmm. many events so many organizations too many things to grasp at the same time the, the hardest thing which i found was when after arriving here to remember the names ah oh, i was so <laughs> bad at it and yeah. every time someone is here and if they remember my name like hi abhijit how are you I'm like i'm good how are you <laughs> i don't know take a name because i don't remember even if i'm not i was unconfident even if i know the name like mm. it's so uh, i don't know not, not so good to call someone with a different name <laughs> <laughs> so that was i guess the hardest part mm-hmm. when i arrived here for the first time did you face the same Yeah because there's so many people yeah. you talk like you go to one event and you talk to 20 people so mm-hmm. how to remember mm-hmm. yeah. all of it uh, but yeah you will try and <laughs> you can still make friends even if you mispronounce a name or say wrong name one time i guess one time everyone excuses <laughs> so going back little to the timeline uh that we have not arrived here <laughs> <laughs> how difficult was it to plan the travel or did you get any help like uh does university support in any way uh to students if they have any doubts or can they read some experiences uh, other than listening to this podcast <laughs> uh what other help do students get from university in planning um well in my case i applied in the second round so i got the results quite late in july uh-huh. so when you apply in the second round you might get really nervous because you didn't have as much time as the people who apply first Um but I did ask a lot of questions in Instagram to the yeah. ambassador students I asked in the info center and uh, I got a um, WhatsApp group with people from my master so that was really really helpful mm-hmm. and I got a lot of people around that I could manage and ask all my doubts so that was really helpful at that point mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So asking questions on Instagram and info center Um, yes. <laughs> university which creates the the group that 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 actually helps that mm-hmm. really helps yeah. but do we have any other uh, place where we can get the information or the help in planning i also remember first i joined the webinar uh, back then um mm-hmm. it was made for the faculty where i'm from uh, or where yeah. i'm studying now but then now i guess it's a whole uh, webinar for everyone uh, but that helped like as a first reminder for example to register for housing and yeah. um from there i just went on the university website and read every information i could find and somehow i don't even know how i managed but i somehow managed to end up on our uh, international students block yep. and that was really nice because i actually also found emily which is also an ambassador and she studies mm-hmm. the same master or mm-hmm. studied already last year as i do now and So I read all her blogs literally because yep. I was like oh this this seems very helpful <laughs> and it really was it got me excited it, I kind of could start to imagine how it would be like to live here so that was really nice yeah So I guess uh blog is uh, is a go to help in in planning uh, there are multiple student ambassadors and they share their experiences it it might be a same topic but very different experience mm-hmm. so it it helps a lot um I I didn't find that at my time or maybe I was not uh, so looking into it which I feel like I could have done it mm-hmm. but I highly recommend everyone uh to of course uh, read all the blogs uh, necessary blogs and also to apply in the first round <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah so I guess th- those informations are really helpful um but also uh 
what were the those, those couple of things like when you plan to move to a new country new place thinking of making new friends there there are a few things which are very attached to us it might be maybe a coffee mug <laughs> true <laughs> or maybe a photograph maybe some uh some dress uh, that you would like to wear uh, so what are those things that you can't think of moving uh, without uh, when you plan to go out for me it was a lot of <coughs> polaroid pictures i wanted to bring and that's a way to decorate my room and remember uh-huh. my hometown so yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Like if you bring some pictures um that you can immediately hang up that really helps to make you feel at home. And I was lucky enough to come by car, so I also packed some plants. <laughs> But, uh, even if really? you can't pack your plants, <laughs> I would recommend just buying some. I also a thing that would make you feel at home, I think, and yeah, that really yeah, me made me happy to bring my plants mm-hmm. and some books. <laughs> I tried the thing with the plants and they did not survive. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> that's sad. That that's really sad. <laughs> But being an Indian, there are a couple of things which everyone brings and they cannot survive or they can't think going outside India without spices. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you bought spices from India? Yeah, I I, gr- oh, I got nice. spices from India which didn't last more than a year of course. Uh, we get o- almost every spice here. uh there might be some which we may not find but all the basic ones we certainly find but it's way more expensive that than we find in india and there are a couple of utensils uh which is hard to find here like we have a pressure cooker for example where we mm. can basically cook almost everything so we cannot go without that uh that's our go to thing and everyone brings and of course don't forget to bring your cooking skills <laughs> that's i guess <laughs> one of the most important here yes to save some money <laughs> how had been your experiences in that like did you do a crash course before coming here or, or were you cooking uh, from YouTube before youtube videos <laughs> just managing how you can is not my best skill but you don't have other option mm-hmm. yeah so i guess that's one of the thing that you would like to keep in your checklist uh, of uh, preparing your move to sweden learn to cook because uh, eating outside here might be expensive if you would like to eat every day Uh so at the end you will have to cook almost every day on your own so it's it's good to cook uh some food that you like or if you can't learn everything uh, or if you don't like to cook uh try to learn something that you like so that you can cook it quite often i would mm-hmm. say and it helps uh food always keeps the mood uplifted right and what what i did yeah uh, regarding this topic i asked my relatives and my mom yeah. to give me like uh, recipes of the of my most favorite of my favorite dishes from home mm-hmm. so i can cook them because they're quite easy and quite delicious so that helps as well Yeah, that 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 sounds like a good idea. Like if if even if now uh, I love cooking in general, that's why I gave that tip. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I I love to cook and few things which I don't like. I certainly go to the YouTube videos, but some traditional things which I like mm-hmm. when my mom cook, I I try to call her and ask the exact recipe how she does or maybe to my relatives. So that's a good tip. Even if you don't know, you can just have a live cooking session <laughs> with your relatives yeah. together maybe. <laughs> yep. So we already heard that like, someone here doesn't like to create a checklist uh, or or pack at the end moment but uh, it might be good for someone it might not be good so how do you prioritize our uh, work uh, like because there are many things to consider like when we when we think of moving outside our own country 
uh first we have to come first we have to prepare mentally <laughs> that's the first <laughs> yes. thing in our checklist and then second thing uh there can be uh, in general there can be a lot of things so how do we prioritize or what are the important thing that you think you should always consider in my case even if i didn't know if i was accepted or not the first thing i did was a uh, registering in the accommodation list yep so i did it way early and then The second thing I was worried about was the flights. So the sooner yep. you buy them, the cheaper it is. So yeah. That's a good tip actually. Mm-hmm. How about you, Yula? I also uh, checked for some Swedish words because even though you can speak English obviously, it's nice to understand a little bit of the signs that you might see when you arrive at the train station or the airport. I mean everything's in English, but still it feels good. It feels a bit like known if you know some mm-hmm. words and I also tried to look up. I think I got that from the student blog uh, about the person number or yeah. person number. I think, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and tried to understand what this is because even though Sweden is a European country, of course there's there's differences, and uh, yeah, just try to get an idea of what you have to do also once you arrive. So yeah, that was my plan. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I did is I I talked to my to my bank manager and insurance and also mobile card. Because I thought that's the most important things that I that I need when I move to Sweden, Sweden to be sure that I can call somebody if I need help, yeah. and that I also have the possibility to to just ha- to have money to buy something if I forget something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's actually a really good tip, like the one that you you guys mentioned from the flight tickets accommodation. Like you need to have a house when you come here. You can't stay in hotel for like fifteen mm-hmm. days or, or a month. It might be very expensive. So all the tips were really helpful. What I remember from my experience was um, I actually forgot to have a bank card, uh, but I got it at the end. Uh, so just the two days before I start my travel. So there's a forex card, which is like forex uh, foreign exchange card. You can always use a debit card or credit card, but it all have some extra money uh, included in every transaction, kind of. Unless you have some kind of student debit or credit card, mm-hmm. which I am not so sure about. So forex card is a very common thing to bring, which I actually forgot. So I went to bank like and pleaded, please give me the card. I have hardly three days. So they somehow they managed and they had one available. So make sure uh, that uh, you get your forex card as well. Uh, that might be a good thing. And also keep all your loved clothes <laughs> that you would like to bring in front of you. A uh, couple of extra tips which I remember was. Uh, bringing maybe some winter clothes not all uh, because as you mentioned elena if we bring a lot of winter clothes it might not be a good idea uh, the weather here is extreme and uh, some of the winter clothes may not be so helpful here so it's better if you can get your own uh, here after coming and also uh, if you arrive in like january like yep. i did as an exchange students um you may uh, have like wish for the swedish summer to come <laughs> but it can take a long time so <laughs> Be prepared for that. Yeah, the winter here is pretty long, right? But if you forget something, there are a lot of secondhand stores, so yeah. you can find a lot of coats and winter clothes. So it's not a big deal if you forget something. Exactly. So exactly that. That's the point. Like, just get some winter clothes because just the day after you arrive, you don't want to shiver in cold. <laughs> <laughs> yes. For me, when uh, I came, I came directly from maybe forty-two or forty-four degrees Celsius to maybe twenty. 
five six so it was a huge difference i was feeling a lot cold and luckily i got some jackets i could see everyone just having some fun in the sun with the t-shirts <laughs> and shorts and like come on how can you do that i'm shivering i need a jacket all the time mm-hmm. so it might be different with different perspectives so bring some but not a lot i would say right i also uh, prioritized to bring my hiking boots <laughs> but i'm sure you can find great ones here also in the second hand stores but mm-hmm. that's really nice to just be able to just Yeah, go for hikes immediately. <laughs> Planning always helps, mm-hmm. uh, but sometimes maybe there there can be scenarios that we plan some things, but it goes the other way, right? So, did you face any such challenges when you were planning your move here, and something happened that you not at all expected, and you might have panicked, or, or how did you tackle? Like for me, um, <coughs> finding an accommodation was something that I was struggling a lot with, and I found. An unfurnished accommodation. That that's something uh-huh. that a lot of the student might have, and I was really worried about that because I was arriving and I had nothing in my room. So what I did is five days before coming to Sweden, I order on IKEA some furniture and I ask it them to send them to me to deliver the same day I was in my accommodation the first day. So I arrived to my corridor and then two hours later the a delivery man from IKEA called me with the bed and a couple of things I needed and it was really really helpful to have something the first day I arrived because I didn't want to spend a lot of money in a hotel yep. or an Airbnb the first day and that was I think something I planned really fast and worked really well and mm-hmm. then the rest of the things you can find them second hand and yeah For me, uh, since I moved to an apartment, I had to figure out on my own uh, to find like a Wi-Fi contract and electricity contract that was a bit tricky. And I wasn't really repaired, prepared for that, that the hotlines would only be in Swedish, for example. Oh, no. So I was sitting at the phone and they would tell me, yeah, if you want this, press one, press two. But I didn't understand. So that was a struggle. But luckily, Swedish people are pretty helpful and uh, or like to help. And then I asked some classmates and they figured out for me kind of to uh yeah to make me that that's sad to hear wi fi yeah but mostly people are uh, very fluent in english here but yes. yeah so it helps most of the time but you might get unlucky mm-hmm. just as you mentioned did you face any challenges bernard actually even though i was not super prepared with like a pack list and <laughs> not at all uh, but i also i think i had a, a good schedule on like when to arrive and when i will get my my keys to the accommodation and everything And also, uh, I think a good tip is to make sure to arrive on one of the arrival days. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's uh, that's actually a good tip. But just keep in mind, if you are thinking to arrive on arrival days, there are certain arrival days which might be after the roll call. So arriving before roll call is very mandatory. But there are certain arrival days uh, which might be after roll call because roll call is... Uh, very specific to every faculty uh, so it might be different for different programs so plan accordingly so that you arrive on an arrival day before your roll call day you <laughs> yes. have multiple arrival days right so talking about the accommodation elena when you mentioned that uh, the unfurnished and furnished so when i was applying for accommodation i was offered maybe uh, i applied to many uh, like i shown interest to many of the uh, accommodations and i was offered maybe four or five accommodation i had to choose from So initially I thought oh unfurnished ones are a little cheaper maybe around 180 150 kroner cheaper than the regular uh, corridor room so I chose the unfurnished one after a couple of days I realized oh, my, oh no I'm arriving at 6 o'clock in the evening <laughs> and I have nothing in my room like literally nothing 
I just have a window and <laughs> maybe I'll have a bed seat to sh- to to sleep and I don't know how cold would that be um is it a good idea to sleep on the sofa of the corridor uh, where you're arriving for the first day like you meet your corridor mates for the first time and you're sleeping on the sofa so <laughs> after like five or six days I felt like no 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 doesn't sound like a good idea so I requested my uh, housing company to give me the other accommodation which I was offered so I switched it back to furnished and I'm so grateful that they did and they don't take I guess uh, a lot of time for this but yeah I- I'm very glad for that particular decision I-, I didn't have to order a furniture from Ikea in that case yeah <coughs> but yeah, that was a pretty good experience mm-hmm. um, not a lot of challenge uh, I guess for everyone uh, that, that sounds good but yeah be prepared uh, many of the things uh, take pretty long time for example if you Uh, apply for a residence permit it might uh, take a long time so uh, just be prepared like even the bank processes sometimes take longer than we expect so it's always good to have days in hands than to have on on cut to cut right all right so it's glad to see that we didn't face a lot of challenges uh, but you might have as i mentioned like we 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 try to plan as best as we can so we try to bring everything along with us that we can so are there anything that you're so happy that yes you decided like oh, finally i i i thought about this and it, it it's the best idea that i did uh something that you bring or something that you planned food from my home <laughs> <laughs> always food. works always yeah. works same for me or a recipe for good bread because <laughs> as a german you will miss that but um Other than that also I brought my bike by myself and obviously no not everyone can do that but yeah that's very helpful here in Lynn shopping. Mm. Yeah b- bike is something that I guess every student uh use here on daily basis. Mm-hmm. So not me actually. What? <laughs> no I'm not a bike user yet. It, the weather was just too cold. <laughs> no. Do you do you run? <laughs> no walk. So <laughs> And that's also a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> I was really nervous of not finding a bike the first time I arrived. Mm-hmm. I thought, oh no, I, I read so many times that everyone has a bike. And I was really worried about that. But the university is really close to, Reed is really close to the university. If, you, mm-hmm. if there is not a big deal if you don't have a bike. But it's better if you have a bike. Mm-hmm. You go faster, right? And the thing that comes to my mind when you're searching for a bike, uh, look into the, the Telegram chats. Because mm-hmm. there are a lot of like second-hand hand bikes get sold in route, and so it's quite easy to get a bike mm-hmm. if you want to. Yeah. Yeah. And those Telegram chats are basically the groups created by student organizations where you can uh, take part of. Specifically, if you come on arrival days or any other events, uh, you can just contact the student organizations. They can help you uh, to get to the group or even other students can invite you to those mm-hmm. groups. So yeah, that's a really good place for uh, second-hand buying and selling, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, one very important question. Um we there are certain things that we plan and then we fe- feel like oh no, why did I even bring it? It wasn't so important at all uh, or maybe less important I could have prioritized something else. So was there anything with you that you overplanned? I brought some books because I thought <laughs> <laughs> I need them. But That's what the you do when you come by car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not even that important. You just go to a bookshop here and you get books in English. So that wasn't even that necessary. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, for me, uh, actually, no nothing because I packed very minimalistic. <laughs> uh, but I can, ma- I can add something to the list of like bringing important stuff. Yeah. I got gifted like a scrapbook or a diary from, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. And it's super nice because you can hold a, hold a collective memories and have even like signatures of friends that you meet here. So 
I think that's a good idea if you plan it ahead. Yeah. To like, yeah. In my case, I I remember I brought all the documents on paper because yep. I re- was really worried of the PDF wouldn't work or whatever, and I didn't need them actually. Mm-hmm. In my case, I I got a lot of cash. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and in Sweden, it doesn't help you a lot. Uh, most of the places either card works or if you have bank uh, set up uh, after coming here, the application called Swish. Uh, that what people mostly use, but bank card is something that you would look forward to after coming here. Uh, many places they don't even accept cash; they would ask mm-hmm. you to mm-hmm. use the bank card. So it took me a long time, and it was a tough time to get rid of all my cash. <laughs> so whenever I went for a secondhand shop uh, to maybe some student, so I tried to give them cash if they would like to. That's <laughs> where it helped. Uh, or secondly, I used it at uh, supermarkets. Because I didn't have my bank account set up in Sweden, so I couldn't even deposit the money. So it took me quite a long time to get rid of it, and I wasn't quite happy about that decision. I wish I would have known it before. <laughs> it's quite common in our home countries to use cash, right? So I guess yes. I was yeah. not faulty at that end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, last question for this uh, thing would be to have the most precious. Uh, tip to our upcoming students what would be your final one most important tip to our upcoming student register with the <coughs> housing companies as soon as you can if you haven't done and yep. um yeah just have a good time and relax and don't overthink everything because it's really going to work out as soon as you plan the essentials with this which is the housing so yeah that's a good tip for me, it could be don't forget the roll call. <laughs> That's something that you have really you need to have in mind the first week. And then, apart from that, everything flows. Mm-hmm. And for me, is as I mentioned, uh, bring something to collect memories and prepare that beforehand. Yep. So because in the study can be a little bit overwhelming, and you don't want to miss miss out on stuff. And the other thing is, and if you hear that you're already doing it, that's actually listening to that podcast. That helped me a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess you mentioned it before as well that you were hearing to the podcast and it could help you. So yeah, really good. Like uh, when we get to know that the student took help of this uh, podcast. Uh, one tip that I can think of would be maybe if if, if you are specifically from India or uh, some countries nearby, don't forget to bring your favorite spices. Sometimes you <laughs> might have a hard time finding it. You may find it, but you'll always complain about the quality maybe. So it is good to bring some along and yeah, prepare some good food, have a nice time. Uh, I'm very sure uh, you would, uh, everyone would be very uh, good at their planning. So I guess this uh, interesting talk would help everyone. So thank you again, people, for, for joining. But before we leave this talk, uh, since our podcast is called Fika with us, we all would like to know what is your favorite Fika? My favorite fika is the saffron bombs. Mm. I really like them. Uh, for me, it's coffee and cinnamon buns. So very traditional and boring, but it's the best. <laughs> <laughs> for me, it's uh, black coffee. So simple. And a uh, chocolate cake from a specific secret place in the city center. <laughs> and you need to come to Sweden to find it. <laughs> but how would someone find it, Bernhard? Trying all of them. <laughs> because it's maybe <laughs> not as secret when you arrive in Linköping. You've got uh, a lot of uh, recommendations uh, for it. So. Yeah, th- that might be a very common one. I'll have to talk to you secretly. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, for me, black coffee works always. Uh, and something along, maybe something sweet. Uh, maybe canel bular, chocolate balls, or maybe dam sugar. Anything sweet with the black coffee always works. 
yeah one more time thank you again for joining and i guess these important information and fun talk would help our upcoming students a lot i'm very sure thank you thank you thank you thank you bye you have listened to fika with us with me abhijit and this episode's guests elena yula and bernhard don't forget to follow lens shopping university on instagram and facebook and subscribe to this podcast if you would like to hear more episodes like this one we hope you enjoyed today's talk and that you join us for a fika again soon